Welcome, listeners, to our bonus free full-length Patreon episode of Toy Story 2. In light of all the Toy Story love we've been uh, wanting to give out, we thought let's open up this Patreon exclusive normally to to everyone so everyone can see the sort of content we're putting out on our Patreon. Yeah, so with that being said, let's get into Toy Story 2. Be Steel and Woody. Somebody do something! Woody! was kidnapped. Woody once risked his life to save me. I couldn't call myself his friend if I weren't willing to do the same. I'm packing you your angry eyes, just in case. Let's move, move, move! Geronimo! Ah! To infinity and beyond! Don't talk to any toy you don't know! We'll have to cross. You're not turning me into a mashed potato. I may not be a smart dog, but I know what roadkill is. Drop! So, Toy Story 2 released in 1999, starring the voices of Tom Hanks, Tim Allen, Joan Cusack, Kelsey Grammer, Don Rickles, Jim Varney, Wallace Shawn, John Ratzenberger, Wayne Knight. That'll, that'll do. Oh, Metcalf, Wayne Knight, for sure. Estelle Harris. Did you say Laurie Metcalf? Yeah. Who's she? She's the mum. Is she really? Are you serious? I did not know that. Yes, you did. I, I'll take you back to our Toy Story breakdown where you corrected me for not saying Laurie Metcalf. Well, <laughs> I'd done research back then. <laughs> and how quickly it left your brain. Now, this is directed by a duo, John Lasseter and Ash Brennan. As long as it's Lasseter. That's right. Has Ash Brennan done anything else? I've not heard that name until I saw that on IMDb. So one of the inspirations for this sequel was when John Lasseter was travelling with his wife and kids, and when they stepped off their flight into an airport, Lasseter saw a little boy holding a Woody doll and showing it to his dad. And Lasseter immediately knew that these characters aren't just his characters, but they're everyone's characters. So he went to broaden the horizons of everyone knowing about these all these toys apart from Andy. Okay, so what you're saying, because when you said airport, I'm thinking he just wanted to put an airport in it, but you're saying have the character of Woody be famous at some point in time from the TV show. Pretty much, yeah. So he actually is well known. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So production of this film led to a major disagreement between John Lasseter and uh, Disney. At the time of production, Pixar was in the midst of a five-picture deal with Disney. They were initially contracted to do five computer animated films, three of which had already been released or made at that point, which was Toy Story, A Bug's Life, and Monsters, Inc. Uh, And while Toy Story 2 was produced at the same time under this contract, it wasn't classified under the five-picture deal because it was not an original content. It was a sequel. Those pricks. Fair income, Disney. You've got Pixar under your thumb making all these movies for you, and you want to get pedantic about whether a sequel is included? Well, at the first at the first point of Toy Story 2, it was going to be a straight-to-DVD, low-budget like animation. How would you make it low-budget? Not put as much money into it. Yeah, but you either, it either looks like Toy Story or it doesn't. Less refined. Cheaper. Okay. And while they did have the next two films, which were Finding Nemo and The Incredibles, ready to go, Lasseter got a bit shitty because Toy Story 2 wasn't part of the deal that they thought they were going to be doing. So they had to do renegotiation between the two studios, and they eventually both came to the conclusion that this low-budget director DVD production was so bad, awesome. oh. bad, the way it was produced at first, that they decided to renegotiate and make it as a separate entity, as a cinematic release. Higher budget, make it look better. And thank God they did. Like, what a ridiculous... This isn't The Lion King. Although, was that released at the cinema? Yeah, I saw it at the cinema. Number two? Oh, oh number two. Okay. Uh, I don't think so. I, I have no idea, actually. I don't think it was. Yeah, what other sequels... What other animated sequels would have been released before Toy Story 2? Do you really put me on the spot here? 
I mean, is there any animated sequels besides like The Rescuers Down Under? Oh, well, what do you mean besides? Is that one? That is one. But was that released at the cinema? I think it was. Well, then there's your answer. Oh, well Problem done, Hendo. Thank you. Was Aladdin 2? No, that no wasn't. way. That was DVD. Yeah. The Return sure. of Jafar. Wasn't there a Prince of Thieves, was that the third one? Yeah, and Robin Williams wasn't actually in number two, which blew my mind. So this film was especially trying for Pixar because it effectively had to be completed and retooled, but they could not get out of their release date. So they had to do all of what they had to do in the space of nine months, which is unheard of for an animated film. Really? Yeah. Because of such a tight schedule, the editors of the film would often work 36 to 48 hour shifts. They said that sometimes the editors would just burst into tears purely from exhaustion. Oh, not from laughter? I think seeing the same joke over and over and over would probably not get not make it funny anymore. I mean, who the hell's working a 40-hour shift? These editors. Do you think they got paid enough? Uh, I don't know. No, Hendo. The answer <laughs> is no. I don't know how much editors make. Not enough. How do you know? Maybe they did make enough for this. This is a beautifully edited film. Maybe they got paid in compensation. I doubt it. So did you hear about the big, massive stuff up that almost happened with this movie? I did, but I'm going to let you know. I don't think you did at all. (laughs) (laughs) So full of shit. (laughs) No, I did not. Go on, tell me and the listeners what happened. I actually remember watching a video about this on YouTube a little while ago. Thank you. So on the machines Pixar were using to create the film, there's this command called RM asterisk, RM star, whatever it is, which stupidly- Stupidly means that it erases all the data on the machine as fast as it can. And during production, someone accidentally entered this command and the, on the drive that all the Toy Story 2 files were kept. This meant that the characters, the sets, and eventually the entire sequences started to disappear. The animators estimated that they had about 20 or 30 people working for a solid year to create what had basically just been erased in about 20 seconds. As this was going on, the animators called the system management department and they told them to pull the plug on the system, which they did, but once they plugged it back in, it was all gone. The whole thing they'd been working on was gone. Luckily, the supervising technical director, Galen Suzman, said that she had she thought she had some backup files, the backup files at her house. So they went there, they grabbed her computer with the backup files on it, and man, they took care of this computer. They wrapped it up in blankets and pillows and put like five seatbelts on it in the back seat of her car and drove it over to Pixar very carefully. Who has five seatbelts in the back of their car? I reckon they would have tra- strapped rope around it on the roof, everything. They want this secure. This is. I reckon. This- I reckon this lady. This. Oh, I have a convenient backup. She was planning on bootlegging this motherfucker. <laughs> All right. She was gonna make millions. She's gonna sell this on, on the black VCDs market. <laughs> at markets all around town. <laughs> but luckily, they did manage to get it back to Pixar. And they were back up and running. Wow, that's some story, Hendo. Thank you. That's pretty crazy. Why Why put in this stupid command? Ever? Exactly. And I don't mean why would someone type it in. Why would there be this command ex- in existence? I, I completely agree. What What need is it for you to erase everything you've done? Like, this isn't bloody Jordan Belfort in his <laughs> Wolf of Wall Street <laughs> yeah, office, is it? You could use an RM. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, the FBI have walked in. RM star, quick. <laughs> So this film did have one nomination at the Oscars. Uh, got nominated for Best Original Song. Which song? Like the only song in the movie. <laughs> Not a fan of this song. It is the absolute worst. Really didn't get you in the feels? I hate this song. Oh, we'll get to that later on, won't we? Hate it. This did, however, win the Golden Globe for Best Motion Picture in a Comedy or Musical. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's that's a big deal. It was a big deal. Bravo. That's surprising. I, didn't, I wouldn't have pegged this. I didn't realise this was such a critical hit. Well, I believe it's still sitting at 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. What? <laughs> yeah. I think up until Lady Bird, this had the most reviews at 100% still. Pretty sure. You are joking. No, I'm not. 
Rotten Tomatoes has this as 100% still with the most amount of like reviews. What a stupid website. Oh, Rotten Tomatoes. I hate Rotten Tomatoes. I never look at it. I, ne- I never gauge off anything that that comes up with. It's a, it's a joke of a site. It is. We're all about IMDb here. Yeah, not like IMDb. Which is a top tier. The best. <laughs> so this did have a budget of $90 million and in America grossed $246 million for third for the year and worldwide grossed $485 million also for third. Because Toy Story was such a massive hit. I'm pretty sure we said that it was the highest grossing film of 1995. So of course it's going to make bank. I don't know. I was in that age where I was probably... Six. Two... What year did it come out? 95. Seven. Were you seven? I was seven. I was eight. Damn it. <laughs> was I, wow, was I only seven? Were you only seven? I thought I was, did this come out in 95? I thought I was older. What year did, was Toy Story? Toy Story was 95. Okay. What year was Toy Story 2? 1999. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I thought we were talking about Toy Story. I was too old to go and see it as a kid and not old enough to enjoy it as you know, an older person. Like, it's not cool for a 11-year-old to go yeah, see 11. Toy Story 2. Yeah. Although, actually, Come 11's on. okay. 11's all right. I could have seen it. 12 is Jesus, bad. Mum, why don't you take me to the movies? <laughs> and this does have an average of 7.9 over 470,000 ratings. I do remember being it on the top 250 a long time ago, but it has since dropped out. Did you have a poster on your wall? You know what? I probably did. Well, if it was on there 12 years ago, then you would have. Yeah, 12 sounds about right. I mean, in fairness, think about how many movies, like new movies, have gone in mm. in the last 12 years. Like, yeah, a lot would have obviously dropped down. Of course. And obviously this is the lowest rated Toy Story film on IMDb. But let's see if it's going to be our lowest rated Toy Story film. Let's get into it, Dean. So we end up in space. We start off in space. We end up there. We're there. What do you think of this whole big scene at the start of Buzz on the adventure to find Zerg? Yeah, it's great. I'd forgotten that it was a video game. Like, I knew it wasn't real, but I didn't remember what it was. I thought they were watching TV and they were watching this. But it's interesting that at the start of all three of the Toy Stories, they have this this fake scenario where the toys are real. Well, Toy Story 1 and 3 are the same yeah. story, but it's like number three is the full-on imagination of it. Yeah. Which is great. But Toy Story 2, yeah, I, I like how you get this setup of Buzz with Zerg. Like, Zerg was just a, a name in Toy Story, and they, here they really, he becomes a character, becomes part of the story. Yeah. And I like seeing Buzz have powers and actually use them. Yeah. It's, this is the, this is the cool spaceman that we're supposed to be, you know, in awe of. And there is some funny gags in there. I did like the line from him. There seems to be no intelligent life anywhere. And it just snap cuts to him surrounded yeah. by, what are they, aliens? Ro- robots. Are they? Oh, that robots. Oh, I mean, is Zerg a robot? He looks like a robot. I mean, he's Buzz's dad, though. He's not an, a- he's not an alien. He must have working parts. I don't know how toys operate. I think you're going a little bit into the mythology of mythology. Em- Emperor Zerg and the hierarchy or the genealogy of our Buzz. Genealogy. <laughs> I like the nice touch of the uh, 2001 Space Odyssey theme as he's stepping across the platforms. Did you get that? Yeah. Yeah, that was good. I mean, no, I didn't. What am I saying? Well, you really didn't. Now that you've said it, obviously, (laughs) I know the music. I was like, oh, yeah, that's 2001 Space Odyssey. But like I've heard, I would have heard that 50 times in my life and once while I watched 2001 Space Odyssey. You know what I mean? Like that music doesn't immediately connect for me as a Space Odyssey music. Even really? Though, yeah, it doesn't. Okay. I mean, I've seen 2001 Space Odyssey once as well, but that song is, or that theme is just so iconic that I hear it. I know, it, I, I I know it. it is. It's just I've heard it everywhere else so many times. Okay. But, uh, you know, he, he fights Zerg here and dies. Just gets blown in half. 
Oh, okay. Fair enough. Nah, but it's a game. And it's Rex. Of course it's Rex. With his shitty little arms. I mean, he can't help that. I don't care. Stop playing the game then if you can't finish it. I mean, what percentage of games that you've played have you finished? I haven't played a game in like 10 years, man. Less than 1%, I bet. No, no. I finished all my games. No, you Actually, not. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you no, what. I finished I, all I finished all. I clocked them all. Perfect. Clock them. I Do people you. say that now? Well, there's speedrunners in that. Do they say they clocked it or they just... Well, like a game release now. I mean, the problem is most of them are multiplayer now, aren't they? Just reminds me of Jay from Between Us. I completed it, mate. Completed it. It's football manager. Yeah, but, but I I did so well. They they tried to draft me as a real coach for the for the football league. <laughs> no, where uh, a couple of years ago, or like ten years ago, uh, when emulators More and all that came out, emulate? Do you mean emulators? That's what I said. I went back and played all the Sonic games and clocked them all because I couldn't do it when I was younger. Yeah, I also had an emulator, and I also played Sonic. Did you say emulator. And I could not clock it. It's really hard. I would have spent hours, hours in my room on my shitty computer when I was, what, 14? You're not good with remembering your age for these things. I would have been like 14 or 15, and it's really hard. It was fun. Like, great games, Sonic. Yeah. Great games. It's just surprisingly hard. It's not. That underwater levels where you just run out. those bubbles. Those bubbles are not common enough. (laughs) And I hated the casino levels. The forest levels were good. Well, we're off on a big tangent here, aren't we? <sighs> anyway, so Woody is going to cowboy camp with Andy. I mean, it makes sense. It, it does. Yeah. It does. Uh, but he can't find his hat, Hendo. What are we going to do? Well, we're going to get a little call back here to Buzz doing the loop-de-loop. Yes. <laughs> Which will come back and do it. Yes. But I like how much of a boss, how much of a sheriff Woody is here. He is organising his troops for his departure. He's got, <laughs> he's got like, you know, like he's giving jobs to bars. He's like, rotate the toys in the toy chest, you know. Yeah, making sure everything's on point as he's gone. And we get introduced to Mrs. Potato Head here. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant casting. Estelle Harris? Yes. So it's a very, very distinct voice. I mean, you can tell immediately who it is. If, yeah. if you're a Seinfeld fan, of course. Yes, of course. But we also have another inclusion here. We've got Buster the dog. Buster. That's what it is, isn't it? I don't know. I didn't even realise oh, it had was, a name. You were saying, like, that was wrong. Like, yes, it is Buster. I was asking you a genuine question. Like, like Buster, is it? No. You was like, Buster? Buster? Is that, is that really? Thing? Really? You're going with Buster? Yeah, and I did like that they brought this back. And I like, I like the bait and switch because the end of the first one is, oh, my God, they have a dog. The toys' lives are going to change and all this sort of stuff. And they bring it back and it starts off as like a scared sort of the dog's coming in, everyone, you know, yeah. look out. And then it's just this, it's, yeah, like it's, part one, of the it's one of the game. Yeah, and it like does stupid shit with the toys. And then when Andy rocks up, he just acts like he's nothing. Like he's he has no recollection of the toys and he, he can't do any of the tricks, which is great. Yeah. But poor Woody, he gets his arm ripped. I mean, was this enough to shelve him with a tiny little rip? Could have still taken him. Clearly this is coming from someone who doesn't collect toys. Not that Andy was collecting his toys. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't think you it, take your pops out of it, pops out of the uh, the covers and then would it break w- the arms? Would it stop him? I mean, probably. How old is he? I think it would. Uh, if you take him to cowboy camp and he gets worse, yeah, like this is your favourite toy of all time. But isn't he going to get like roasted by his mates? Oh, where's your Woody? Where's your Where's your Woody? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's going to cop the biggest roasting. (laughs) You don't even have a Woody? (laughs) Oh, man. You're not a man till you you have your own Woody. 
We haven't spoken about Big Al and his toy barn yet. Why not? Newman. Another great voice casting. I mean, it's perfect. Doesn't it look like him with a goatee? Yeah. <laughs> you see that Woody gets put up on the shelf with Wheezy, the, the penguin. Was yeah. Wheezy in the first one? No, I don't think so. Okay. The dust that they had in this scene, all over them, that set a record number of particles animated on a movie by a computer. At the, uh, maybe at that time. I don't know if it's changed or not, but that would have taken... A very long time just to have those little effects of Do dust. Do they just like enter in like one million number into the computer and then particle, a million dust particles dust times particle. one million? Yeah, like it just like drops onto the screen. Like, oh, that's what I mean. Like, is that what they do? No, I think they would have to have manually added every dust particle on there. May as well have drawn it then, eh? For every cell. I don't know. <laughs> but as you say, Woody's on the top shelf and he goes to cowboy camp and he comes back early. No, he doesn't. I don't want to play with you anymore. This is a scary scene. Yes, it is. Like, I'm watching it and I'm sort of looking at the kids like, are they scared by this? Because I was creeped out by this. Especially the by way Andy looks. Yeah, his eyeballs just like bugged out. But now we have a yard sale, mate. Toy's worst nightmare. I mean, if Woody wasn't up there and Wheezy gets taken, would they have ever known? No, they wouldn't have because they didn't even know he was up there until he got, until he got up there himself. Well, it looked like he was hiding inside of a book. I don't know. Is it is it just is it worth going after Wheezy? No. Does anyone even know who Wheezy is? He's a bit of a drag. In Can you imagine fairness. if they take Wheezy and Woody's like, guys, they took Wheezy, and they're like, huh? Who? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody jumps on to Buster, and they head down to try and save Wheezy. I did like how he told the dog to act casual, so he just strolls on it like. That was funny. Was it not funny for you? No, nah, not really, to be honest. Why? Nah, it was, it was cringy. Cringy? It's, like, yeah, it's a okay. kid's film and the dog's acting casual. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm glad you enjoyed that bit. No, you're not. You're right, I don't care. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it was fun. It wasn't. It didn't make me laugh. But old hero Woody saves Wheezy, but he falls off in the process. He gets scooped up by Big Al. Big Al, again, great voice acting by Wayne Knight here. His just ecstasy at finding at finding this toy and the way he dumps a whole bunch of others. Oh, yeah. I'll, give you, I'll give you 50 cents for this junk. If only you had your precious leather hat. <laughs> he sees it on the table. <laughs> yeah, all this junk for you, know, 50 cents. But he does a little thieving here. See, he doesn't take the money, though. Just shows how important this doll is. I mean, it's very odd because, let's think about it, why does he want Woody? For a lot more money that's in a bloody little... Tool to get shed. more money. Yeah. There's money sitting there. But do you think that if he got caught, do you think he's going to think the cops are going to take him in for stealing a doll? Or do you think the cops are going to take him in for stealing theft a lot of money? Theft, tender. Nah, theft of a doll versus theft of, a you know, what is it, a, a tray full of money from a yard sale. There's a how, much, how much do you think she's pulling in this yard sale, Endo? I don't know, 50 bucks. It did look like a lot of cash in there, though. <laughs> But Americans, they have dollar bills, so that could easily just be like like 15 bucks in there. I'm glad we don't have dollar bills. Oh, dollar dollar bills. Is, is that from something? Uh, it's in a lot of rap videos. Oh, how many rap videos are you watching? <laughs> <laughs> Not since the 90s, apparently. Wow. God, name one rap video that's in. Well, about dollar bills. Yeah. Oh, all of them. No, no, no. Not just about dollar bills, where they go, dollar bills. All of them. I reckon two out of every three rap videos would have dollar bills, y'all. Y'all. <laughs> Country song now, is it? <laughs> Country rap song Country with dollar bills. Rap. <laughs> I did like this scene where all the toys doing all their crime scenes, trying to set stuff up. Yeah, it was okay. I like I like that Buzz is actually smart, you know, and working stuff out, 
using the etch a sketch. He's trying to. He, that's right. He's trying to decipher the card number plate. Yeah. And someone says toy, and he's like, oh, oh my god, Al's toy barn. I mean, do what sort of an ad shows a map? Of where the place is. Do they do that? Yeah, what if the people don't live in that section of the map? Like, well, where's that? Did they used to do that? I don't know. Very convenient for them. Oh, of course. And even knowing, like, I know they have a map showing where Al's Toy Barn is, but they don't have a map showing where they are. That is true. They don't know. Do they know where they live? I mean, how would they? I mean, this is the problem with breaking down a kid's film. (laughs) It's really just going to be like, "Eh, let's just not think about that. (laughs) And what's with these toys coming to life? (laughs) Would that really happen, Hendo? <laughs> but who is it? They they do the etch a sketch of Al, and then they figure out who it is when Buzz is like, put him in a chicken suit. Like, oh my god, it's him! <laughs> like, come on. What's wrong with that? I mean, you could have just said that at the start, and you just assume it was him. It's not. It's not the fa- his face doesn't change it. I think you're just being picky, Hendo. That's what we do. I did find it funny how Al uh, cracked the shits because he had to drive all the way to work across the road. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Wow, if that's I not felt, you're not going like, to chuckle out of that. I don't I don't think you're liking this film. I felt I feel like you just I feel like you're recognizing that they were trying for a laugh and you're like, Haha. is like, I don't actually I don't understand think what you mean. That you would be watching that, that going, "Oh, I understand that they were that's, trying that's for a funny. joke. Bravo. The joke landed, so I laughed." Yes, that's true. I understood that this was a joke. The joke was funny. I feel so like I you'd be the sort of person that would love TV shows with a laugh track telling you when to I laugh. I feel like you'd be the kind of guy who'd be awesome at parties. Thank you. We've been to many parties together. We'd all be having a laugh. You're like, I don't see the fun in that. I see you, I see you guys recognising that this is a joke. <laughs> and feeling peer pressured into laughing. <laughs> That's good. Now, this is where we meet Jesse and Bullseye and the Prospector. All right. What do you make of the new characters in this? I mean, they're they're cool. I, I don't mind. I, I don't. I don't mind Bullseye. Jesse is she's decent. Oh, Jesse is so as someone to bounce off of Woody. And I don't even think it's Jesse's fault. I think <laughs> <laughs> she loves bouncing off Woody. <laughs> that took a little I, bit. I think I just don't like Joan Cusack at all, and I I can't stand Jesse. Like I really cannot stand her. I can I can agree with you with Joan Cusack. I. I don't rate her as an actress. Uh, the voice does give it a letdown. Yeah, yeah. But we've got Kelsey Grammer here, though. He's fantastic. That prospector. Stinky Pete. <laughs> He's so good. Actually, the introduction of Jesse largely came from John Lasseter's wife, who said that there wasn't enough positive female characters. They need a bit more substance, you know, as opposed to Bo Peep, who had none. Oh, Bo Peep had no substance. No. Okay. Does she? I mean... She's mainly there to give oogle eyes to Woody and to Buzz at some point. Oogle eyes? Yeah, the doomy eyes. <laughs> doomy eyes? Yeah. Yeah, I guess she is, isn't she? Yeah. I mean, you still had all the Barbie stuff in this movie. That wasn't exactly... Lots of substance with the Barbie characters. That wasn't exactly... They are exa- so in-depth. Yeah, some good character it- development with that tour guide Barbie. That wasn't exactly, like, <laughs> pro-women, was it? Well, well they, go to- they go down the aisle and they're all there having their party and... The pool party? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Did you have a little laugh at Ham smashing through the channels here really fast? Was was that meant to be funny? Yes, it was. Was there a channel I missed that was funny? They were all the Pixar short films, I know that. You got t- a Tin Toy. Uh, have you seen any of those? No. Oh, any I mean- Pixar shorts? Yeah. Yeah. What's your favourite Pixar short? Uh, I think it's called The Blue Umbrella. I like the- uh, Luxo Junior, the only one you've seen. I don't know what Luxo Junior is. I like the- 
Bow? No, not Bow. The one with the um, the volcanoes. Oh. I had a dream. That wasn't good. No, that was fantastic. Nah, that's not a good one. I tell you, watch, watch the uh, the Blue Umbrella. That's the best one. I've seen like 35 of them or something. Really? Yeah. Is that how you've been pumping your numbers up for this movie challenge? Yeah, shh, keep it down. <laughs> uh, Rewatches. Buzz heads out with a team of the main ones. Yep. To go, what is it, 21 blocks? And I actually did like this journey. I thought it was quite amusing. When they were Are you like, saying there's a journey you're not liking? They were exhausted and it's like, ah, two blocks down, 19 to go. You laughed at that. <laughs> you didn't? No. That was hilarious. No, nah, that was that was that was all right. I like that. I bet you laughed when Ham's um cork fell out. He's like, ah, oh, nobody look. No. I laughed when they got to across the other side of the, the toy barn or whichever way it was. And they see all the traffic, and it's like, well, it was, well, it was worth a shot, and, and, <laughs> and he walks off. See? That was funny. Do you see when Woody was checking out all the merch from the TV show? That was actually ad-lib by Tom Hanks. They mocked, They did a mock-up of all these merch in the, in the sound studio, and everything he's saying there is like him reacting to actual merch they made. Oh, really? Yeah. I get it. There's a snake in my boot. Yeah, I mean, Tom Hanks is great. Like, we really haven't said that for this episode, but Tom Hanks is so perfect as Woody. I mean, that, that, that's obvious. Oh, I thought you were going to disagree. I mean, that's a terrible opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I like when they're watching, when Woody and the gang are watching the old show. And there's a bit. Woody's Roundup. And there's a bit where the prospector has, <laughs> has his, like, pitchfork or whatever it is. Yeah. His, um, God, what is that thing called? A pitchfork. No, it's a pick. A pick, thank you. His pick, like, up his bum, and it cuts to the prospector, and he's just, like, got oh his head God. in his hands. <laughs> like, like, he oh, he was no. the actual one that did yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. But I uh, I like, I, like, this is probably a stupid joke, but I, I like this one. Can I say what I think it is? Is it the critters? Yeah. And it, they that all go really- to like, what was that? The prospector, and he just says the whole story. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that was good. So Woody's arm gets fully ripped off and he needs to go get it and Al is asleep on the couch with all the Cheetos on the ground. I love how they did this. It's like this, like Cheetos are landmines and it's like this big horror thing. Oh, holy, she's got to go through all this to get to this. The camera work is great. Absolutely. And I love when he turns around and Bullseye is right there. And he's, he's just so keen to come in. He's like, no, 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 please don't, please yeah. don't. This scene was funny. It was good. Bullseye looks sheepish. Yeah. And the funniest bit is when he's about to pull his arm out of the pocket and the camera, like, goes to his stomach and then slowly <laughs> up to his mouth. It's not even like a huge belt. It's this little burp and just with a little <sighs> afterwards. And, it's, and the look on Woody's face. But that's a, that's this is where all this little stuff gets confusing. So does that mean that Woody can breathe and Woody can smell? Yeah. He's an inanimate object. Or an inanimate object. We're, really? We're, we're doing this? <laughs> hey, we've done... We said shit before, like... All right. If he's an inanimate object, how is he able to walk? I think we had this discussion in the Toy Story breakdown about I'm sure all this stuff. we're going to have it in the Toy Story 3 breakdown. And we've had our discussion now with it. Same situation here. The TV gets turned on, and obviously it's the prospector that does it, right? But then when Woody gets back to the, the glass cabinet and he looks and sees the remotes in front of Jesse, why didn't Jesse see the prospector put it there? Yeah, I <laughs> thought the same thing. There's no way Jesse, like when they're not moving. They can still see. They are still aware of what's going yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. There's no way, unless, no, it makes no sense. <laughs> There's no way that Jesse would not yeah. have seen Stinky Pete. 
What do you think of the toys crossing the road under the witch's hatch? Witch's hats. That's okay. You're not turning me into mashed potato. That was good. That's about it. You? It's fine. I didn't mind how Potato Head gets his foot caught in the chewy and the thing's rolling out and it's like so tense, so tense. But as he's casually just walking away from it, the music's just stopped and it's just like, there's no idea how close he was to death. Yeah, played it well. I'll ask you a Pixar short you must have seen, Gerald's Game. Is that the uh, Stephen King adaptation? It's the old man playing chess against himself. It was at the start of A Bug's Life. Did you ever have the Bugs Life video? Isn't Gerald's game the like horror movie? Oh yeah, it's Jerry's game. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Gerald's game. I haven't even seen that. I'm like, are you having me on? Is, is, that the one this, from- is this a bit you're doing? <laughs> no, Jerry's game. You see this Pixar movie, Gerald's game? <laughs> it's like what? Uh, I have. Have you seen Jerry's game? Uh, no. Haven't you? Not that I remember. Well, this guy who fixes Woody, that's the guy. He plays chess against himself in this short story. And does he win? It's very its very amusing what he does to himself to win. He cheats. He fakes a heart attack and then spins the spins the uh, chessboard around. <laughs> because at the start, you obviously see him. He makes a move and then he casually gets up and strolls across the other side. And then the other guy is like super confident. Like the first guy's like meager and puts the puts the piece down the neck. Like, aha! And then it cuts back. And then eventually it just cuts like it's two different people to the point where the one guy fakes a heart attack. The other guy's concerned, and he looks under the, the table, and the other guy pops up and spins the thing around and wins. That's actually pretty funny. Yeah, it is. Yes, well, this is the guy who fixes Woody. I quite like this scene, this it, sequence. It's very um, detailed. Like, the animation on this is really good. Yeah. Like, cleaning like, the eyes and seeing the reflection. Even the way the paint is put on the, the boot at yeah. the bottom, it looks like paint. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. All right, the toys make it over to the toy store. We've got a couple of things here. Buzz finds the... The aisle full of the bulk buzzers. What do you think of this? Unrealistic. Unrealistic. No way is there going to be that many facings of one product. <laughs> it's not even on an end. It's just down one of the aisles. It's like buzz an aisle of buzz. Popular. Buzz is very popular. A few years ago, you know, in 1995. Maybe they heard Toy Story 2 was coming out. Although they still fucking sell these toys now, don't they? They do. Like full-size Woody Buzz. Well, Toy Story 4 is coming out. Yeah, but... Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> even before Toy Story 4, even before Toy Story 3, which came out a long time after Toy Story 2, mm. they're still a staple in Toy Stories. In Toy Stories, of course they are. They are. Do you mean in Toy Stores? No, I mean in the movie series Toy Story. <laughs> no, you don't. They're staples. <laughs> Look at you trying to correct yourself. Don't you love how in every Toy Story movie... I mean, what what is what are the odds... That we will get an original Buzz in some capacity who doesn't know he's a toy again in Toy Story 4. Because they really love going back to this world. Yeah, you had the new Buzz who doesn't know and then you have... The reset Buzz. Yeah, the reset Spanish Buzz. I wonder what they'll do with the fourth one. I I think you're right. I think they have to do something. I really hope they don't. Uh, They will. Because it's tried, it's tried and true. It works. It's a formula. That's, and we'll get to Toy Story three. But that's what they annoys me with the film is that it's just it's a rehash of what they've done already, just a little bit differently. Yeah. I love how the the Buzz is the Woody now. He gets the new Buzz comes. He's like, oh my god. Even later on, when both the buzzers are up at the top of the the place and they're trying to figure out who's the right Buzz, and he hits the he opens up the spacesuit and he starts yeah. to choke, and then, and then everyone gives that look like really, yeah, <laughs> the, the half eye look. Yeah. <laughs> But we've mentioned the other toys head over to the Barbie aisle. They get I'm a married spud. I'm a married spud. I'm a married spud. <laughs> no, I'm a single ham. I'll jump in front. <laughs> did you get the Jurassic Park gag? No, oh, I mean, did I get it? 
Well, you didn't get the 2001. I did. I just no, needed a nudge in the right oh, direction. Yeah, you needed me to say I it. Got, I got that a car driving away and looking in the mirror, seeing a Tyrannosaurus Rex chasing <laughs> it is a reference to Jurassic Park. Yes, I got that. Very good. It was very good. It was. There is a line here that Barbie says when she's doing the tour. She says, back in 1995, short-sighted retailers did not order enough dolls to meet demand. That's actually a fact because when Toy Story released, they didn't think the movie would be a big hit, so they didn't order enough dolls to keep up with the, with the demand. Well, they obviously overreacted once they realized, and they're still trying to get rid of them. Hence the massive shelf in the toy store. Yes. Yes. Obviously, Hendo. <laughs> All right, so now we get Jesse's song. Not a fan. Is it because you don't like Jesse? I don't like anything about this song. Why? I don't like Jesse. I don't like Joan Cusack. I don't like that it's not Joan Cusack singing. Do you I, not like Randy Newman? Do you think it's weird that they will have a different voice sing songs in movies where there's singing? No. You don't find that odd? No. Well, I do. You know they did it in Wizard of Oz? It's been going for yeah. since the dawn of cinema. The dawn of cinema. Yeah. <sighs> Even like we said on um, Singing in the Rain. Was that not Gene Kelly? No, I'm talking about- So it was Gene Kelly? I'm talking about you don't Debbie even, Reynolds. You don't even know her name. Debbie Reynolds. You are not fit to be on this podcast. <laughs> yes. I'm not even bothering with that one. It is Debbie Reynolds. I mean, I just- This song felt so out of place for me. There's no other songs in the movies. It's not a musical. Why do we need a song in this? You don't need to tell story in song. You don't. Have you not forgot? Have you forgotten? You've got a friend in me. You wouldn't have known they were friends until you heard that song. I am, of course, joking. Oh, okay. Because I wasn't sure. Please forgive me for not feeling peer pressured enough to laugh at that joke. You recognised that it was maybe a joke, but was hesitant. I gave you the look of disgust. <laughs> like really, that's a joke. But didn't want to look like a dickhead and laugh if it wasn't. I used to fast forward this bit on my VHS. What the song? Yeah. I thought it was genuinely sad. Just did you? Yes, I felt bad for Jessie because mostly she wasn't. She is a toy, (laughs) and that's what this film does so well. Child's plaything. This is what this movie does so well. Creates emotional toys. Ties. Ties. What? Toys. No toys. Toys that are emotional. Got me feeling a little bit. Are you a toy? No, I. I was going to say I have feelings. (laughs) I am real. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, where are we going with this? All right, we get another bit that I didn't really buy either. I didn't buy that Stinky Pete was able to convince Woody to leave Andy. I felt like that was really out of character for him. Even to the point where the group actually come into the room. Like, maybe I could buy it if that, there's no way he can get out, all right, accept your fate sort of deal. But when his friends come in and like, all right, we're here, come on, let's go. He's like, no, I'm not going to Andy. I don't buy that. And you don't have to argue with me. I can just see your little mind trying to work here. I'm just trying to think how they could have done that better. Because he changes his mind and then he changes his mind again in the span of like 15 minutes. And that's the big, that's like the main conflict in this film. Do they need to do the change and the, the mind change again? Could they have had Woody doesn't want to go with them and then the guys rock up? Yeah. Because he changed it. Because mind you, if they had to do that, they wouldn't have that awesome song in there. That's how he, that's why he changes his mind because he feels for Jesse. Yeah. Could you imagine if she, that song plays? You're like, I don't give a shit. I'm going back to Andy. <laughs> that would have been worth that song playing for that <laughs> the moment. Cuts. The music cuts. Fuck you, Jesse. <laughs> I don't care. Who are you? Andy loves me. And even even Jesse's story, like, she's so keen to go to Japan, right? Until he says, did I mention Andy has a sister? Uh, Japan what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love this sequence of Al sending these faxes to Japan, the photos. 
and the Japanese guy is just so excited. And I was like, uh, how about we add another zero to the price? And the guy says yes on the other end of the... Like, what? They've obviously already agreed to a price. So what do you think that is? Do you think he's gone from, what, 10,000 to 100? Or do you think he's gone from like 1,000 to 10? I think it would have been 10 to 100. Let's add a zero to the front. <laughs> it would be 10 to 100, don't you think? We're talking about a toy that's over 50 years old, mint condition. You've got the whole set. You're not talking 1,000. Yeah, it's a good point. Probably getting like 20K for it and then gets like 200K. He's off, He's trying to get 200K out of it. Yeah, either way. Either way, yeah. What do you think of this little side thing with the fake Buzz and Zerg? problem with Zerg is he has no personality. He's a robot. Well, we've already established he's not. No, we haven't established that. You can't answer what he is. You're like, what is he? Has he has reproductive organs. He is a toy. <laughs> yes, but he's still he's Buzz's father. Maybe Buzz's part robot. What Robots you- can't reproduce. What did you think of that Star Wars gag? Or the callback, I guess. Yeah, loved it. I am your father. No! It's funny. <laughs> like It's so quick. I also love how because when people do that, no, the camera pan moves away from it. This is the elevator going down. Yeah. But what about the uh, the the pin on the end of that joke? That they're outside playing catch. I mean, I didn't find that funny, did you? No. no. I'm going to play catch with my dad. Eh, whatever. It's cute. Okay. Kids film funny. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. What about Prospector being the bad guy? I mean, that was good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's good. It's Kelsey Grammer. Of course, he's going to be the bad guy. Are you saying the Beast is the bad guy? Saying Sideshow Bob is. Well, we know that. Exactly. No, uh, Kelsey Grammer, Prospector, Stinky Pete. Yeah, he's good. He's he's a good new character. It's a shame he's only in one movie. Well, the general gist of the character is back in Toy Story 3. He's just a purple bear now. Right, we'll, we'll get to that. Yes, we will. And your hatred of Toy Story 3. Anything about them driving the car? Is Potato there, head is, saving the aliens? Is Eternally any, grateful? Is there any point? No. Nah. Uh, is there anything? No, nah, not really. Okay, they drive cars now. Let's get to the big showdown of this one. Let's in, do it. In the luggage part of the airport. Very uh, Monsters, Inc. Which is interesting because that doesn't that hasn't come out yet, but it had been done already. Hmm. Uh. Hmm. I didn't realise Monsters, Inc. was so early on. Like, you're saying it was the third one made? It was made, but they wanted to capitalise on more Toy Story success. Hmm. I'm pretty sure Monsters, Inc. was probably going to come out at like 99, and Toy Story 2 was that straight to DVD, but they rearranged it. Yeah, that scene at the airport took an average of 70 hours to render each frame. 70 hours per frame. Sounds about... Yeah, I think that's what the, I think that's what the trivia is implying. Okay. It's a lot. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yep. How many wow. frames per second? 24? Tw- yeah. For a second. I'm like, oh, it's too late. I've Do the couple, math. Do the math. a couple of beers. I'm not doing this. All right. So there is this big encounter in the luggage compartment. That's fine. Big final battle with Stinky Pete. What did you make of the way they were able to finally defeat the big villain of the movie? Just what, by picking him up? Flash photography. It was a flash photography. That's right. I mean, how else are they going to do it? They're not going to do a fist fight, are they? Yeah, I guess not. What's the problem with these kids' films? They got The villain has to get beaten, but not... Like destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. What he gets he gets put in the bag with the Barbie and the girl's gonna take him home. And the same for Toy Story Three. But it's okay. I don't mind it. What would you rather happen? Gets in a fist fight with uh Woody and Buzz and they double team him. Ooh. Maybe <laughs> falls off and lands in the compactor, grinds away. Yeah. You just see like shredded up prospector. Nice. <laughs> you know, maybe they could have had like the animated like fart gas come out at the end because he's so stinky. Nah, you, you ruined it. <laughs> Yeah, we were onto a winner before that. <laughs> but this isn't done. They need to save Jesse. And this is, I mean. Very fast and furious, am I right? How is Buzz and Bullseye at the same speed as this plane, <laughs> ready for takeoff? 
Yep. Yeah. No, it's it's odd. It's a lot of suspension of disbelief. Even them in being a computer even them, animated film about toys being alive. Yes. Even them being able to get out of the luggage area at all without being seen. Like they would have to lift something. It's not like the luggage area just drops straight down onto the wheel. Was this the was this the right plane for them to go to Japan? I mean, surely this did the did the suitcase bounce off onto another belt at any point? Yeah, I'd have to go back and rewatch. Because they're talking like, yeah, we're going to Japan. It's like, how do you know? You could be on somewhere completely different now. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, I didn't it was very corny this end bit with, you know, Woody saying to Jesse, Oh, pretend we're in the final episode of Woody's Roundup. <laughs> it's not the best ending here. No, it's really not. And the next scene, they're back at Andy's place. Yeah. I was watching this with Mia, my nine year old. She looked at me and she goes, How did they get home? They show they show I, the card out the front, Dean. <laughs> oh, that explains everything. <laughs> I was like, okay. How did anyone not see, you know, ten toys driving this car down the road? They don't live like this isn't the castle. They don't live next door to the airport. I know. Like the airport could be very far away. <laughs> this is the problem of breaking down a kid's film. <laughs> <laughs> did you like the uh, Buzz and Jesse fireworks? The wingspan? Yeah. Is that well, a dick joke? It was definitely a dick joke. Get one in there for the adults. Wow. And we get an updated ad from Al. Surely you'd just run the old ad. (laughs) These ads aren't live TV. (laughs) He's crying. (laughs) Okay, we got that one. No, but we end the movie the way we always wanted it to. Wheezy singing. I feel a song coming on. You got a friend. Like, where do you get this voice from? (laughs) Or what'd you make of the end credit gags? I think this was the first film to ever do it. Was it? Uh, maybe a Bug's Life. I can't remember. No, they did do it in a Bug's Life because I remember the one where Flick is standing on the, the leaf and he says to infinity and beyond and yeah. they all laugh. This is the best part of the movie. Really? Not even close. I was in hysterics. <laughs> yeah, okay. Absolute hysterics watching this. You know what got me? The Mrs. Potato Head shoving all this stuff in there. <laughs> and all the Play-Doh comes out. <laughs> and the monkeys. It was hilarious. What do we need a barrel for? For the monkeys! Even like seeing the Bugs Life people on the leaves and just. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was watching, like, I'm so. I nearly turned it off, like, straight away, like, credit comes on, off. Yeah. I was so glad I left it. It was so funny. What do you think? No, I agree. They're one of the better, like, gags that the Pixar company have done at the end of one of their films. And it's so funny. Like, I know Pixar do it a few times, but these aren't real people making mistakes. No. Like, people spent hours animating. Like these joke situations in these scenes, they're so funny. Yeah, they're great. But that is the end of the film. All right, final thoughts. I'll kick it off with this one. It's a uh, it's a good follow up to the original Toy Story. I think they've had their opportunity here to refine their animation. It's obviously a lot more polished and pristine. They've got the reception that they wanted. That Toy Story is amazing, and they've they've expanded. I guess the Toy Story universe. You get a lot more of Buzz and Zerg, Woody and his history. Get a couple new characters, some good, some okay. It it definitely drags towards the end. It's not as good. It's not a good final act in comparison to the first one. The jokes, a lot of the jokes landed for me. I was laughing a bit. It's not as good as the first Toy Story, but it's still really good. I can watch it easily again. It's it's a super easy watch. Four stars. Uh, fair enough. Uh, for me, I agree with a lot of what you said. It was. It is a great follow-up to Toy Story, but Toy Story is an absolute classic. Mm -hmm. I just felt like the conflict, it just, it didn't feel as special. Like, the conflict in this one is between, 
you know, Woody, whether he wants to go to Japan and go to a museum and you've got the prospect of being a bad guy. Whereas you look at the themes and the conflict in the first one, it's about friendship, it's about identity, it's it's about like it's about a lot. And it's it really you can relate to it on a lot of levels. Whereas this movie, it really is sort of what you see is what you get. It's not as funny as the first one, with the exception of the outtakes. As I've said, I'm not a fan of Jessie at all, and she's in it a lot. But it is an easy watch. I went to log it on Letterboxd. I had previously given it four stars. did drop for me a little. I've gone to three and a half. I can see yeah, you dropping a little bit if you really don't like the character of Jessie. You said she's in it. She's in it for a fair chunk of the time, and if you can't really stand that character, it's going to drop it for you. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, so that's Toy Story 2. Thank you very much, listeners, for checking out this patron preview. Yeah, if you want to check out the whole episode, we've got everything on over at patreon.com slash Journey. And we've got plenty of other episodes over there, including our Die Hard series, Wes Anderson series, tons of other benefits, early access to our main show. Yeah, exactly. You can even shape the show the way you want it to be by telling us what movies you want us to review. Yeah, so Dean said a spot on patreon.com slash Journey. Go ahead and head over there and check out all the rewards and benefits that we've got to offer. And we thank you once again for checking us out. Thanks, y'all.